listening. I love y'all. Sometimes life gets fucked up. This is episode 208, opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is good? It is great to be back. I miss the homies. And I just want to say, big take, it's good to have the homies always. So shout out to the homies. This is a homie appreciation take. You know what? You guys are the best. And if I didn't have you, I'd be crying in the corner doing nothing every Monday night. So... (laughs) Fucking shout out to the homie, shout out to the listeners, shout out to people that stay true. Fucking, you got G Baby, Lance Legier, Alex Fava, fucking, fucking Jake Ruth, James Burf, all you motherfuckers. I love y'all. So thank you. Early big take. Oh yeah. We love you too. What it's all about. Spread the love, baby. Small state, big takes. Small state, biggest heart. Love all your motherfuckers. Also, I mean, can't forget. Um, the House Enterprise boys. House Enterprise deserves they're also, a lot they're, of love. They're low key psychos as well. They are psychos. Shout out to the motherfucking are. Will Tondo up in this bitch, Jig Zimmer. Sure. Just had episode 100 last week, actually. Yeah. They sure did. Yeah, I was kind of mad was... I couldn't get on there. Wednesday, I think they. I think it was right. Yeah, I didn't. They were had. They had some big guests lined up too, and it kind of. I don't think it worked out for a couple of them, but I didn't realize. Uh, what we were potentially signing up for could have been face to face with Ed Cooley. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, is that they, wild? Their guests, uh, their list of guests is extremely impressive. It's crazy. Yeah. If you if you need to kill some time, go uh, search up the BBB podcast on Twitter, wherever it is. I think it's called uh, Beers, Brews, and I'm Beers. Sorry. Beers, business, and balls. Beers, business, and balls. Yep, I think you're right. Sorry, I fucked that up. I just know there's a triple B podcast. Beers, brews, and brewskies. Yeah, (laughs) and brotherhood (laughs) and brothers. Uh, My big brother. They had Bobby Valentine on. That's how random is that? That's awesome. They've had, uh, yeah, they've had some great guests. Ed Cooley. I saw him uh, a few weeks ago, actually, at the golf course. I was, uh, I was. Briefly, I was in. I was on the tenth hole, club championship qualifier. I hit the ball into onto the first hole, which is right next to it. And he was going up the first hole. He's asking me what I was doing. I was like, "I'm going up, going to find my ball. I'm, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the wrong hole." And he's like, "You know, I told sir. him that's how close Rody's going to be in yeah. the tournament. How much closer Rody's going to be to winning it all." I am. I mean, I've talked to him in passing a couple times. He's a great dude, despite his PC heritage and. Um, I played with Joe Hassett a couple times this year. Another great dude, despite his PC uh, ties. So, um, Clue is Clu- Clu- a good dude. He is a good dude. Clue looks right at Oliver. You, aren't you that prick from fucking Small State Big Takes? <laughs> <laughs> He's always playing with his sons and like a couple of his friends, and they're just like they're literally the only pr- people that go to the golf course where nobody says like tuck your shirt in or something. Because like, who's going to tell Ed Cooley to tuck his shirt in? What are we doing? <laughs> He's Ed Cooley. Come on. Dude, respect to Ed Cooley, even though I know nothing about college basketball. And he's PC. I don't even give a fuck. He seems like a, co- a good guy. He is a great dude. No, no hate to Ed Cooley. 
No hate but, Which kind of hurts. I wish he was more hateable, I but he's do, really me not. Me too. I, I want to hate <laughs> him. I wanted to hate I him. Can't. In college, I, I cried. And then afterwards, it's like, all right, he's actually cool. And then it's yeah. like, I don't know. Similar to what you've said, like my dad has had interactions with him and he's like so nice. Yep. God damn. And he's, he's a Rhode Island guy too. So true. Could have left for Michigan. That's, yeah. I mean, that's big. That's big for the state, realistically. That is cool. Yeah. He had plenty of chances to leave too. Even after last year, my uncle, um, I don't know if he still works at PC, but he was, you know, uh, in, involved with the swim program there for a while at PC. And uh, he really thought Cooley was taking a bag this year to go to like Georgia or some SEC team that was just going to pay him. And props to him. He's he stuck around. I think he took an extension and PC paid him good on them to, you know, get up and pay the guy. But great dude. BBB long list of fantastic guests. If you need some time to kill, go check it out. You can find the links on houseenterprise.com. I'm sure. On that note. Yep. College basketball this year is going to be sick because thinking about the, the BBB boys, they're Brian alum. They love Brian sports and hoops in general. It's going to be so fun, man. I think even, I don't know, I'm kind of high in this URI team. Not going to lie. If the transfers mesh, I think they could be sneaky interesting. But between PC, Bryant, and URI, Browns probably not going to be good, but they'll at least be decent. It's pretty yeah. exciting. I agree. Brian kid from the tournament, right? That was nasty. Yeah, Eater. Yeah, from, uh, St. Peter's. They also got Antoine Walker from URI. Brian did. Oh, boy. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. And, yeah. and and they switch conferences. They're in a better conference now. Well, shit. Interesting. They are. I know the, nothing uh, about college basketball. I'm yeah. the last person to ask about that. <laughs> They're in the conference with Vermont now. So Vermont basically wins that shit every year. They'll have a little bit of competition now with, with Brian. And like you said, Gilly, you're one of Archie Miller at URI. They might make a little bit of noise. Wouldn't expect too much, but similar to when Dan Hurley took over, right? Get excited in like year two or three, but it's also a different time in college basketball with the transfers. People can just transfer willy nilly without having to sit out. Don't have to recruit as much. We'll see. I'm excited. Um, And if we're sticking to basketball, some pretty significant basketball news came out over the weekend, especially regarding your uh, Boston Celtics. Turns out, oh, Ime Udoka, right. Udoka um, he's not that guy. He's some type of guy. He's he's a horny guy. He's oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's Doc West. Rivers level yet, though. Like Doc Rivers <laughs> is out here in public. He was hacked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Doc. Yeah. But, yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know what I, I keep seeing shit and like everything is so nefarious on Twitter where it's like, well, wait till you find out the news. And maybe there is more news that I missed, but like I keep seeing this shit. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I should defend this guy or what. So I'm going to shut the fuck up because I don't know what I don't know what to say. So shout out to Ime. Shout out to the women. Shout out to you always support women. That's that's all I'm saying. Fucking. But at the same time, I, I, I everybody was willing to jump on the bandwagon of of hatred at first, or actually, no, it was support at first, then it was hatred for him. And then, but it was like two waves of, of conflicting uh, thoughts. It seemed like, and still no facts came out. Unless, I was unless gonna say, that's point. a tough thing. People don't know anything. And that's, what's so sad. And it, like the biggest thing is like all these fucking assholes on Twitter, posting pictures of women in the Celtics organization being like, I think it's her. And like all this bullshit, yeah. you're not reporting. You're just literally dragging an innocent Potential, you you don't know the truth, so don't speculate. 
and smear someone. That's that's literal slander. That that was sickening to see. Not just Celtics Twitter, but just like NBA Twitter people like Googling like, oh, who's on the staff? And just like finding attractive women being like, it was probably her, right? Look at her. So fucked up, man. Just yeah. so- Lighting somebody else's life on fire. Literally, like even if you're a friend of that person, you're like, oh my God, did you see what this person put on Twitter? And it's like you're ruining their lives. You know? I just wish we could watch some goddamn basketball and just not have to worry about this bullshit. It's just fucking very frustrating. Yeah. Really, uh, but like you said in the beginning, Steve, it's hard to make uh, have a take on it when it's so early in the process and things are going to leak out over time. And we there's a good chance we never even know the full story of what actually happened. There's a very good chance of that. I think the biggest takeaway that I've seen is, you know, one day you guys know Matt Barnes, not the Red Sox guy, the NBA guy. He like he he was defending Ime. And then he he got a call, and the next morning he woke up saying it's a hundred times worse than I thought. I take everything back I said. So that was pretty telling to me that yeah. a guy literally came out and was like, "Uh, never mind. This guy's a piece of shit." Dude, in respect to Matt Barnes, this one guy that outside of basketball will kick your ass if you mess with a chick. Because oh, that dude is crazy. That one, Derek Fisher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that dude. He... I always respect uh, Matt Barnes for that shit. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I know. And, and that just makes it even more of a point where, okay, let's kind of just keep our mouth shut and, you know, reserve judgment until we know everything. And there's a good chance we don't know everything. What we do know is that the Celtics found it uh, so bad that they're suspending him, quote unquote, suspending him for a year. For and a year. If you guys listen to that press conference, I will be absolutely astonished if Ime Odoka ever coaches the Celtics again. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, he, the, this is my big take on the situation where I, I was talking about this with, with Sosa the other day. I think the one-year suspension instead of firing, which, again, is a little weird, but I think they're just trying to, A, kind of do the right thing and cover themselves just in case as they learn more information. But then also, I think there's a little strategy behind it so he doesn't just immediately get Scott, get out scot-free and get hired to – be either the assistant, elite assistant, or an associate head coach, or a head coach job for like the Sixers or Nets or someone like that. Because I, I think there's a real chance that that would happen. Um, so at least that kind of blocks that for the time being and kind of uh, fucks his situation up at least for for a year. Because I mean, him not he didn't resign either. That was the other thing. He could have. Right. But yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah, he didn't resign. So a year from now. I wonder what's up, especially. I don't know. We got this new this new coach from Hendrickson, whatever. I was gonna say, from is Missoula. he the first coach from Rhode Island and NBA coach? He I might be. Know. I thought Rick Pitino was from Rhode Island, but my way no, he off. coached here. He go well, not here, not there. <laughs> Where he coach? He go, but, he uh, coach at URI or something. He goes to PC. Okay. Yeah. He went to PC as well. No, he went to UMass. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went to UMass, I think is correct. But I think he's from New York. That's why he went back to Iona. I was like that thing. The only one I'm worried about, or uh, Ernie Di Gregorio, did he ever coach? I think he did, right? I don't know. Huh? I don't know much about anything. Either way, that part no, is. I don't think he did. That is that that part is pretty cool about it. You know, we got some uh, some small state big aspirations in the NBA. Yeah, I just want to tell you guys too. I went to a Cornell Yale football game this weekend. 
and they're expecting like you know college football level of uh, competition you know dude i swear to god i think josh and i had a better tackling uh form <laughs> back in high school these <laughs> no offense to cornell but also a full offense because these guys could not tackle worth it was like if they had a matting rating of like tackle it'd be like negative 20 like it was that bad this guy just didn't know how to tackle and you know what props to them for protecting their heads you know but <laughs> i actually watched some of the uri football game over the weekend how about that how to go that pit, right yeah they were playing at pit a ranked d1 school what and they covered the spread with ease did you see the the play of the game though um uri uh got scored on by pit they on the extra point attempt they rough the kicker the <laughs> kicker gets injured okay so they they redo it they kick the extra point with the, the backup kicker the backup kicker comes out for the kickoff dude goes rogue does an onside kick to himself recovers it whole team's hyped up jumping up and down coaches ream him out on the sidelines unreal <laughs> i was, didn't see that oh my god i was in the fourth quarter it was like two minutes left to go in the fourth too and they were already up like 21, 24, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but that was just insane to see of a backup kicker going rogue for an onside to himself and it working. But um I saw no. when you or I kicked the field goal earlier in the game. This was about when I was watching, it was probably in like a third quarter or something, and they kicked the field goal. It was their kicker's first ever collegiate attempt from like 40 yards. It's a pretty legit kick for a college kicker. Fucking right down the middle, drilled it. Hell yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And like I said, they uh, they were 32-point underdogs. They end up losing that's by like 20 wild. or so. So, yeah. covered the spread. Well, you that's know, a, good teams win, great teams cover. That's cool. another Rhode Island connection, too, because uh, isn't Narduzzi? Um, I think he went to URI. Oh, I don't that's know. I didn't coach. think about that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know. But it was pretty yeah. cool. Because it was bizarre. I remember when I was seeing them on the schedule, it's like, that makes no sense. <laughs> um, yeah, it yeah. Doesn't. He attended Youngstown State in Rhode Island. He was a linebacker at URI. Well, there you go. And he was a coach. He was a linebacker's coach and a defensive coordinator in the 90s. It all huh. makes sense. Uh, sticking with football, Josh, you had a good football weekend. Uh, us Patriots fans over here. Looked like it could have been good, ended up not being good, ended up being really bad, and now the rest of the season looks like it's just going to be dog shit. Bow down to your man, please. Brian Hoyer is your guy. I kept telling you, you need to no. bully. <laughs> you, you are a bully. sick fuck. No, I the Falcons. Don't make me the Patriots right now. Dude, yeah, I, I was kind of looking at you to talk about, you know, what a gritty no, win no. the Falcons had, but over here, here you are slobbing um, over Brian Oyer. Taking shots. That's right. <laughs> no, I think I unintentionally, like, cursed Mac Jones. I, I just feel it. You might have. It in my bones. Yeah, I, I think I might have. The first ever um, bystander always... Josh curse? Yeah, it was just happenstance, you know? Just happened. I mean, well, a couple of... Oh. Yeah, and... I thought he had like a pretty solid game for the most part until he threw a couple ducks for interceptions. I was like, what the hell kind of decision is that? Some of them uh, really surprised me because they were kind of letting him sling it and he was looking pretty good, making some good throws. And then a couple of really bad interceptions. And obviously at the end of the game, he got hurt. Now it looks like they're arguing over which route to take because the Patriots are saying, uh, no surgery, suck it up. We want you back in four weeks. And he's saying, I want to get another opinion. Um, I want to be fully healthy. 
So not only is he hurt, but from, according to James Stewart, this came out pretty recently. Um, he wants Mac Jones wants to get a second opinion and wait as long as he needs to to get fully healthy. It's like, God damn, what the fuck? They're going to bring in uh, Drew Brees for his opinion. Yeah. I'm going to fucking watch uh, goddamn Cam Newton taking snaps again. I did see that on Twitter. There's some people that want Cam Newton back. <laughs> oh my God. Is that a thing? Oh my. Hey, Over, anyone is better than Brian Hoyer, John. <laughs> hey, nobody's better than Brian Hoyer. That man's been through everything. What about Bailey Zapp? How are we feeling about him potentially? I would much rather see Bailey Zapp get some airtime than Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Me too. It's not going to happen. No At least I th- I'm pretty sure Bailey Zappi can fucking sling the ball. Brian Hoyer can sling it. Come on. Well, we can't, dude. He mimics <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. In I don't practice. know if he can. Come reach. On. I don't know if he can throw past the line of scrimmage these days. <laughs> believe, believe. Dude, I love how Josh really believes in Hoyer. It makes me happy. Hoyer's a fan. It's something about veteran backups, man. They they just do everything for you in practice, so I have a greater appreciation. Oh, don't get me wrong. He serves his purpose wonderfully, but he's a backup. (laughs) He should not be starting. What about like Josh McCown? Were you like a a, a big Or like Matt Schaub? Look at Matt Schaub's career. That dude was like a starter, then a, a backup for a while, and then started again, and he was great. It's crazy that the Falcons QB room back there combined age was like 80 for a few years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> Dude, so Schaub bad. was good in his moment. Matt, you know who else was good in, in the moment, too? Weirdly, I thought randomly out of the no- – don't, 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 don't say CJ Yates. Okay, thank God. Yes, actually, for say? a little while. Yeah, Oliver, who were you going to say? I thought you were going to say Brandon Whedon. No. <laughs> Brandon Whedon was an experiment, though. I'll tell you that. That was much. fun. Colt McCoy. That, he was a rookie when we were. He, he was our age. Yeah, he was, yeah. That's insane. I was say he was in his thirties, right? Or something. Only no, I Browns, think he was like 27, 28. Only the Browns would Oof. draft a quarterback uh, at age twenty-eight. Taysom Hill, another yeah. one, a little bit older. Yeah, he's already thirty-two. Holy crap! No shit. He's gonna play till he's forty, for sure. He's just gonna be one of those guys. Oh, I'm gonna punt now. Exactly. I would take him. Imagine that. I want. I want him. He'll be on the Patriots at some point. I could see yeah, that. Yeah. They'll take. They'll take like a Tim Tebow flyer on him. Yeah, Dude. and even if he's just like a souped-up special teams guy, that's like just, <laughs> just taking snaps at tight end. Some, I don't know. Get some rushes in. He's he's still fun to watch. Not gonna lie. I have him. On, I have him on one or two fantasy teams. Just as a backup. So, question for you guys. So far. Uh, what is your biggest surprise? What team has surprised you the most, good or bad? Hmm. Let me think about this. Bad Chargers yeah. for me. Yeah, good dude. They uh, good one, and they yeah. the injuries are piling up for them now too. It's terrible. Uh, I that's why I tweeted out what I did. I didn't. I I secretly am diverting from your question about the Falcons. I just don't want to talk about it because something bad's going to fucking happen and then it's just going to be the reverse effect. So that tweet that the Jaguars put out was A+. They were like, oh, does anybody have a spare charger with a broken Apple charger with the Chargers logo on it? That was A+, Twitter. That was a good tweet. By the Jacksonville Jaguars. But losing to a team like that being the Chargers and the defense that they have, I mean, I know they're not 
not very healthy, but that's a bad loss. That's a look in the face for sure. On the flip side, I was going to say the Jaguars have really surprised me so far. They looked fucking good. They did. I know the Chargers looked like shit, but I they they looked good. James Robinson looks incredible <laughs> off that Achilles injury. He looks like he hasn't missed a step. And that defense is kind of balling. They're young. They're fast. They're got nothing to lose. I don't know. Doug Peterson might uh, might have something going over there in a in a division that is definitely going to be up for grabs, uh, for sure. The way the the Colts, you know, the Colts got a good win, but the way the Colts and Titans have looked so far early on, um, that division is for sure up for grabs. And the Jaguars aren't. They, they got. They're kind of like the Guardians this year, where they're so young and dumb that they don't know like what they're getting into. Kind of like they were back when they made that run a few years ago with Blake Bortles. They're just like so young, and maybe dumb's not the right word, but just so young and reckless that they don't know. They 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 just don't care, and they don't know like what is good or bad. So they're just fucking letting it rip. Dude, and speaking yeah. of which, shout out to the Guardians. Hell yeah, locking down the AL Central. Youngest team in baseball. Dude, young, cheap. Francona willed them this far. Shout out to them, dude. They have Jose Ramirez in the middle of that lineup and just a bunch of nobodies, and they made it happen. A bunch of dudes that – a bunch of slap hitters. That's all that team is. Dude, Stephen Kwan, bro. Stephen fucking dude. Kwan, by the way. Tried to carry my fantasy team on his goddamn back this week. Damn near by- good at by by far my most productive player uh, that I just picked up like a week and a half ago. I was like, fuck it. Um, need some spazzazz here. Help me defeat Sosa in the semis. Almost got me past Gilly in the, in the uh, no, got me past Sosa in the quarters. Almost got me past uh, Gilly in the semis. Yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, the Guardians, they're going to they're gonna be fucking, they're a fun team, man. They got nothing to lose. Terry Francona has been there, done that, so. You know what I'm worried about on that team, though? Josh Naylor. Is he okay? That guy is always just – I feel like his highlights are all of him just, like, freaking the fuck out <laughs> for a home run. All <laughs> the time. No doubt. Yeah, he's got something up. <laughs> he's got yeah, He's got some stuff going on that he's just channeling into baseball. I just – I don't know. I hope he's okay. That's all. I feel like I never see clips of him until it's, like, him just, like, at a walk-off home run, just, like, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he's talking about everything, like taking off his helmet, just like mashing against his head yeah, or something yeah. crazy. That dude, he is a like normal pump celebrations. It's like, oh my god, that's like rage. <laughs> it is, <laughs> dude. He's a nut job. Him, but then they have some surprises on that team too. That they, uh, uh, Ahmad Rosario, whatever, stepped up. Andres Jimenez has had a great year. Oh my god, Andres Jimenez, fucking, uh, even Miles Straw found a home there. Dude, this is the squad, man. They fucking made it happen. Oscar Gonzalez. Respect another, to him. Another rookie He's here. a reliever there. The, the crazy Pause guy. It. No, no. Oh, there's okay. a... Oh, Karinczak. Oh. <laughs> he is another one. He can't... Yeah. He was... Remember how Insane. bad he, got, he was last year when they did, like, the substance ban and he was fucking terrible and he was terrible at the beginning of this year and the Myers and everything, but something clicked and now he's good again and they yeah. have Manuel Classe. I don't know, yeah, man. Class A came out of nowhere. Do you Class know who he was uh, traded for? Yes. No. We, we just talked it. about this recently, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we Gilly did. Because I thought it was Padres and it was it was Rangers. So, but who was yep. it? I forgot again. Go ahead, Gilly. I don't know. Let him hear it. Wait. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. I now I'm now I'm blank, drawing a blank. I can't remember who it was. Who was it like Andrew Miller or something? Who was it? No. No. Um oh, fucking outfielder, right? No. Oh Just say it. Hold we just now. talked about this. You guys are all making me you guys are all making me second guess it now. I I don't know at all. So. Rangers for who? For Classe? Yeah. No, Classe. It was a fucking Corey Kluber trade. That's what it was. Okay. Oh fuck me. Which Kluber's a Ranger? Who Talking remembers about that? Kluber for like two seconds? Kinda good this year. Not gonna lie. Delino DeShields. That's right, Tim. I feel like. Yeah, Kluber's Delino DeShields. Yeah. Dude, wasn't Delino DeShields a Red Sox for a minute? Or am I just imagining that? Don't know. Don't remember. I feel like I remember that too. Right? He might have been. I feel like he might have been traded, but like never actually played or just like released or some shit. Who's. Yeah, you're right. Purchased by the Red Sox from the Rangers. Did he play any games? I don't think so. He might have been Triple A though, because he's August fourth, twenty twenty one. August thirty first, he was purchased by the Reds from the Red Sox. Oh, um, I don't <laughs> think he logged any stats. Maybe he was in probably just in Triple A. I don't know. Dude, shout out to Abraham Almonte for somehow playing, but also kind of pissing me off because guys like Kristen Stewart, Jalen Davis, dudes that played Triple A all year for the Sox, fucking didn't get the call. But you you fucking get abraham almonte to be play, playing these fucking garbage games yu chang you know i like yu chang but still like what the fuck you chang might take Ryan? fucking royal spot next year that would kind of suck dude what, what about ryan fitzgerald down in Woosock's world he's fucking killing it but well, no speaking love. of Woosock's people killing it shout out brian bale that dude is gonna be a fucking stud he's yeah he's been awesome he's, monster. he's the real deal i am excited for brian bale Big time. Big time excited for Brian Bale. That's about all there is to be excited for from the Red Sox standpoint right now, unless you're uh, my favorite thing to do on Twitter now and Twitch and Discord, wherever I am, just talking to baseball fans is just talk about how Aaron Judge is the future Red Sox right fielder. Um, it always gets a response out of someone. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. You know, I'm starting to think, though, I think that if Judge was to sign as a Red Sox, he'd be a left fielder. I don't because think so. I think they've committed too much to Verdugo playing right at this point. I you imagine how easily Verdugo, Verdugo fucking plays left field. Not anymore. I mean, like, during meaningful games in the first half of the season, he was playing left field. Yeah, before Tommy Pham came in. That's fucking. what I mean, the meaningful games before they gave up and were fucking trash. Cool. And they had JBJ, though, in the mix, too. That's also what helped. They'll put their best fielder in right like they always have, and if Aaron judges the Red Sox on the Red Sox roster. He's Can you imagine Aaron, Rudge, Aaron Judge robbing home runs, like just not even jumping in right field? Not that, <laughs> that some people don't have to jump, but like it would just be <laughs> the human wall. Just put him on the, <laughs> the fence. Snag everything. He so basically sick. does that in New York, too. That's true, actually. But yeah, that would be a funny sight. Dude, shout out to Judge for not hitting 61 against the Red Sox this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, I was my brother went to two of those games too. Um, and he said it was a, a lot of fun during the Michael Walker game when he they just kept walking him and Yankee fans just kept booing him. Sam Sears laughing his ass off. Dude, you know what's crazy about those games? I was listening to to the game on Friday on the radio, and the only time 
that there was any audio like of the fans was when Judge was, Judge was up. Otherwise, there was no booing, no fucking nothing. I couldn't hear a damn thing. I think they do that on purpose, though. I think they pipe it in intentionally with like big potential big moments. You think so? I th- I, I think I so, believe to it. To be honest, I believe it. I thought that, that seems a little though. that seems a little off, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Fucking. I was just thinking that the Yankees were fans were just so such phonies that only care about when Judge comes up, and everybody else is just like tune out. <laughs> is Sam actually talking shit in these uh at those games, Oliver? What's his deal? What's his like? What's he wear when he goes to these? Is he repping the Red Sox? That's a good question. I don't. I don't have the answer to that. Um, I should have asked, but I didn't. I know he said he was actually in a suite yesterday. Oh, hold on. Let me get the text. He was in a a suite yesterday with his uh his boss. He said during the rain delay, he was hanging out with Aaron Judge's family. <laughs> said there were like two big bars with food stations and private bathrooms. Very fancy. Said it was cool, but uh, what's the connection there? How, how's he making this happen? Uh, this time he went with uh. Sunday last night he went like I said he went with his boss I think he said and then on Friday or Thursday the first game he I think he just went with Daria just went with his girlfriend. Respect. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I want to hit one more Mets game. Yeah, time's running out. They might. Uh... I was gonna say you got like two, maybe three games. <laughs> I got three fucking up. chances to make that happen. But playoffs too. Fuck it. Yeah. That's true. Tickets are so expensive for uh, at least I don't know day of stuff. Things will get more reasonable because I was looking at that for Phillies series and it's just like insane. It's like three hundred, four hundred bucks a ticket just to be in like the highest section. No shit. That's out of control. What are we doing? What are we doing as a society? America's going to hell in a handbasket if we can't afford a fucking one game. Come on. We can, but ain't worth it. All right, boys. Closing take here. Let's make it spicy. Let's make it good on the week. Last week of September, we're in fall. SSBT's first fall 2022 episode. Lay it on me. I have a, I have a, a take. I'll, I'll say it as quickly as I can so I don't take up too much time. Big take. Yesterday, I swear to God, I, I've never had this thought before. I think I saw a witch in real life. I, I swear something that woman I went pulled up to a Wawa. I went to pay the dude to give him a card because you can't pump your own gas in New Jersey. I look to my left, I just feel a little uneasy. In the back seat of a red sedan is this woman. St- I couldn't tell you she was either like 16 or she was 70. There was no there's no telling in terms of like one or the other, just staring at me with the dirtiest look I have ever seen. And I just pulled up to the like I did nothing wrong. I swear, and then she had like a hood, like a shawl of sorts too. I swear it was a witch. I don't know. I, my girlfriend wanted me to like sage myself, or I don't know what people do to cleanse my myself. But dude, that's, that's fucked my big up. Take. I saw a witch. <laughs> dude, what, what does exist? There's a there's a witch. You know that the Red Sox uh, once um, met with the witch of Salem. There's a, there's a witch of Salem, like a real deal witch. And to, to break the the curse of the Bambino in like nineteen seventy nine, yeah, and, and fucking and she tried, uh, and I mean, it didn't when she did work. it, dude, it didn't work. But uh, they did sweep the series after 
she was consulted. Yeah, well, Bambino cursed him for another 30 years, so fuck the witch of Salem, respectfully. (laughs) She's still alive, bro. Oh, well, I'm fucked now. I'm fucking telling her. I'm fucked. (laughs) Any other uh, closing takes? Big take, Judge hits 64 home runs in the end. Okay. Yeah, four more in him. I mean, how funny would it be if he ended with 60? It would be the funniest thing ever, actually. so fucking funny. I don't think I'd ever stop laughing because it'd just be so fucking worthwhile. But at the same time, not really. I kind of hope he does it because Roger Maris can jam it too. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, you got a closing take? Eight years, 280 million. Two? Eight, eight, 280 to Boston, of course. Absolutely. Sadly, I think he's going to get three somewhere. Yeah, he's getting three. I don't think so, man, because he's 30. He's going to want... He's going to want 300, but nobody's going to pay him AAV of over 35. Say, we can debate this for months. That'll do episode for 208.
You're a river, you're a rain.